0: Cue really amazing and absolutely awesome intro music that I have not come up with yet, which is totally fine. Hi, my name is Lauren Pack and you're listening to Battle Preach, where I go and look over and analyze a bunch of movies that I love to watch and see where I can find where the Lord can speak through these movies, whether or not they're Christian or secular. So let's begin. Um, just a little intro about myself. I am a graduate at Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. If you don't know where that is, it's in like South Texas. Honestly, it's really pretty. I graduated um, the spring of 2020 with a degree in media production, and I just decided to stay and get my minor in marketing because you know, I am a creator. I do videography, I do editing, I do photography, and I have no idea how to market myself in that field as, you know, like, and a person who can actually, you know, do stuff and take photos. So I decided to get a minor in marketing so I can be like, hey, look at my stuff, it's really nice. I like a job, I like money, let's go. So basically I had this idea for a podcast um, for several years now. Um, I'm a lifeguard and so I was just kinda, listening to a podcast while sweeping the bottom of a pool because that's what we do there we also vacuum it uh, fun fact anyway um so i was listening to a bunch of podcasts and i was like you know what i really want to make a podcast but i had no idea what i wanted to do um so i was chilling with a friend nancy lay shout out to you homegirl. love you um uh, and basically just came up with this idea honestly i don't really remember much i got adhd If you ever talk to her she could probably tell you a little bit more about it Um, uh, so yeah we came up with that name came up with the idea and uh, here we are like three years later Aha! (laughs) anyway let's continue Um, uh, I really really wanted to get one out for Christmas this year Um, uh, you know because I've been talking about it for a while as some of you may know who might be listening and so I really, really thought it'd be so cool to get one out um, for Christmas. Um, and basically, we're just gonna jump right in. Boom, skiddy. Uh, Hold on guys. Awkward. Um, okay, so my first movie that I'd love to go over is honestly my favorite Christmas movie in the entire world, straight out of my childhood. The Polar Express. I hope you've seen it. If you have not, um, I'm not gonna judge you because honestly I hate it when people judge me when I haven't seen movies. I'm just like, they're like, have you been living under a rock? And I'm like, no, the opportunity just hasn't come up for me to watch this movie. My mom even said that one time. You know, one time I watched Forrest Gump with her and I was like, I've never seen this. And she's like, what, you haven't? And I looked her dead in the eyes. I didn't say anything, Um, but in my head, I was just like, woman, you raised me. If I haven't seen it, it's your fault, not mine. Um, Obviously, I didn't say that. So uh, anyway, Um, if you haven't seen it, I suggest you go and see it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, the animation might be a little weird for your taste. I've heard that some people don't like it. Um, uh, but honestly, I think it's great. Um, it's really realistic. Well, for animation, okay. The colors are realistic. Uh, okay, whatever. We're not going there. <laughs> anyway, so this podcast will have spoilers. So if you hate spoilers, watch that movie real quick. I don't know, It's was a little under two hours. I watched it, like, a couple days ago. Um, have some hot chocolate uh, in your jammies and everything. You know, be with some friends, some family. Um, if you don't like spoilers... I mean, sorry. Back up. Um, if you don't really mind spoilers, then go ahead. Uh, continue listening. But if you do, beware. Because I'm going through this entire movie. Um, so... Here is what I got from watching the Polar Express. Number one, it is a story of faith, which I think is so cool. I was watching this and my mind was being blown left and right, people watching it with me were probably like, stop typing on your phone, taking notes, uh, you're weird, whatever. Um, maybe they didn't, maybe they weren't even paying attention, to me. whatever. <laughs> Um, so basically I'm just going to give you a rundown of what it is. So, um, this kid doesn't believe in Santa Claus. We don't know his name, just so you know. So I'm not going to be saying a boy's name, except for there's one kid. His name's Billy. (laughs) He's the only guy with a name or he's the only character with a name. Um, but anyway, so the main character doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Like dead straight. He is like, you're fake you know, but he wants to believe, and so he goes through all this entire, um, entire movie, um, at the very beginning, you know, like, he's skeptical, all this stuff, and then this train called the Polar Express pulls up outside of his house Christmas Eve, like, literally, um, the night before Christmas, Uh, okay, oh, whatever, (laughs) I basically just said the same thing twice, (laughs) anyway, so this train pulls up, um, Christmas Eve, Um, And this kid gets on, he sort of gets on and goes on this wild adventure to the North Pole, that's where the Polar Express goes, to the North Pole, Um, and then basically um, finds out that because he doesn't have faith, because he doesn't believe in Santa Claus, um, you know, like, he can't hear the pretty bells, he can't really experience the full amount of Christmas, and he can't, like, see Santa. Um and so basically he finally believes he sees Santa and yeah there we go. <clears throat> great great movie. So let's go on. Um my first point. I'm going to start at the very beginning, which I kind of already said this but let me reiterate. Again, um is that he's very skeptical. Very skeptical of whether or not Santa is real. Uh he wakes up um he thinks he hears the bells of Santa runs downstairs to the tree you know there's no presents um there's like the milk and cookies are still out and he sees a shadow that he thinks is Santa and he's like ah but ends up it's just his dad carrying his sister and he has a Christmas hat on that's where the jingle came from because it has a little bell so he runs back to his room um and everything and it like looks through the little keyhole thing um and his sister is talking to his parents and everything like that um, saying, and his parents are, like, telling uh, his little sister that Santa is real because she's saying that, that some kid is like, Santa's not real. Um, and her parents are like, nah, Santa is real, but he's not going to come unless you go to, you know, the yush. Um And so his parents leave, and he starts, I don't even know what this kid's interested in. He gets out, like, encyclopedias or something. Um, he's got tabs on basically Santa sightings or lack thereof from like around the world i don't even know this kid just does not believe in santa he's like he has like a little smirk when he thinks that Santa is not real blah, blah 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 um and then he is a, hears his parents coming and so he runs back gets in bed um and they are basically talk. that you know they come in like kiss him good night um and then he goes back to bed you know, and he, and he is about to fall asleep, and there's just gigantic train horn, and he flips out, you know, like sees the train, um, goes out, and um, the, there's a conductor, um, and the conductor tells him where this train's going and everything, and he doesn't want to get on at first. He's really intrigued, and this comes up to my second point, um, is that he takes a step back, Because he's very skeptical about getting on this train to go to the North Pole to see Santa. You know, and he doesn't even think Santa's real. So I would like to put that in context of um, when we as believers, um, like before, if you are... skeptical skeptical about whether or not um, god is real or even as christians um, who are listening just think back to when you didn't believe or a time that you had doubt um, and right now this kid he's doubting that santa is real he's doubting on getting on in going on to this trip that is just going to lead him to see santa like, that's it. That, that That's literally it. It's just going to lead him to go and see Santa. Uh, a free trip, you know. Nothing is holding him down um, and everything. And sometimes I feel like we are like that when um, we are scared to do something um, that is going to eventually lead us to God or lead us down a path um, that of what God wants us to do. Um, and so this kid, the train like leaves, starts to leave. And in one second, he's like, I'm getting on. He's like sealing his fate and this, and he runs and hops on the train. And so right there, he gets on the train, but only after he makes the decision himself, he is not forced into anything. And just like us, you know, God isn't forcing us into this life of like servitude. Um, where we're going to be upset, where we're not going to like it. He's inviting us on. He's inviting us on this trip with him. And it is ultimately up to us to make that decision, to step onto that train, and that ultimately leads to love, that ultimately just leads to a life that we know there's n- no doubt that God is real because we see him every day. you know. Um, so moving on to the next point, um is that and this really isn't um a a part of the movie but overall this kid's constantly asking questions there's doubt just filling his head he's asking questions left and right are you sure you know um there's one specific part where um he ends up like with this girl who's driving the train (laughs) if you've never seen this sounds weird but the part where the girl is driving this train right Um, and they put her up there and basically like the driver tells her like, this is what each switch does. And she goes through and she tells him, tells the boy, uh, when the boy gets there that this is what the driver told me each of these things do. And there's a one part where she's, she's got to, you know, like she has to slam on the brakes. Right. Um, and the kid makes her doubt. You know, he keeps on asking these questions, like, are you sure, are you sure this is it? And he even points over to a different part and is just like, this looks like a break, are you sure this isn't it? Um, And ultimately, like, she kind of freaks out, right? Um, So he's constantly doubting what he is being told. Um, Asking questions like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, he's just full of doubt. Um, And so that's another part that i will continue on (laughs) and so just have that in y'all's minds he's full of doubt throughout this so do y'all remember the part where he meets this ghost (laughs) not even kidding this ghost or actually you don't even know he's a ghost at first sorry you really don't know honestly the movie gives no indication of if this guy's like some angelic being or ghost or whatever um, uh, so when he meets this ghost on top of the train, when he goes to, um, chase after the girl, um, honestly, he's a little creepy, you know, <laughs> but he, uh, and this ghost at this time specifically feeds into his doubt, you know, um, like, he kind of, like, brings up the idea, the boy brings up the idea of, uh, with Santa, because the guy tells him, he's like, oh, I'm the king of the North Pole. I ride this train for free, you know, and the boy is just like, well, what about Santa? Isn't he the king of the North Pole? Um, and basically the ghost kind of just like, you mean this guy, you know, and kind of like makes fun of him, like puts on, brings out a Christmas hat and goes, ho, 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 you, you know, is honestly. <laughs> um, and so he feeds into this skepticism, um, into his doubt of whether or not, uh, santa is real but i also would like to fight um against it yes he feeds into it but also um ultimately gets him to think like is what i believe true or is what these other people believe true because at this point he has been met he's met these other kids who 100 percent, without a doubt believe in santa claus um and so i feel like sometimes as an as unbelievers um, when we were unbelievers or if you're an unbeliever now, you might feel, um, a little out of place when you're around, um, people who follow God, people who call themselves Christians and ultimately live it out. Um, because he's surrounded by all these people who are all happy, who are just like, yeah, we're going to go see Santa, um, and everything like that. Um, but then we're also faced with other people who might be like-minded, um, as us as unbelievers. Um, Or this guy like as the ghost, Um, he's saying, you know, like now uh, the kid has met people who believe and now he's meeting someone who doesn't believe, um, uh, who is saying that Santa is fake. Um, And so now he is torn between um, two different views and he has to choose one. Um, And so, yes, this ghost now feeds into his skepticism, but ultimately makes him believe. You know, it's like, okay, which one do I go? Do I go and say there is no Santa, or do I go and say there is Santa? Um, And so I feel like a lot of times, you know, that's really, this movie is a great way to kind of just show us, um, you know, like someone's path from unbelief to belief. Um, And this being a very, very um, key point um, is when we come in contact with those who believe, um, that ultimately like, yes, Jesus is real. And those who do not believe, um, and as unbelievers at that moment in our lives, we now have to choose our path, um, and figure it out for ourselves. No one's going to choose it for us. We have to figure it out for ourselves. And that's what he's doing right now. That's what this kid is doing. He's trying to figure out whether or not Santa is real, um, at this point. Um, Let's see. So as we continue on, there's this specific part. I feel like somebody who kind of mirrors the ghost is the conductor. That conductor is another, um, just to tell, let y'all know, these kids are honestly probably around like 10 to 12. That's what they look like. There's a little different range. These kids are like 10 to 12. So I'm going to just stick them at around like 10 to 12. Um, and this ghost guy is, well, he's an adult like, well into adulthood, (laughs) a hobo on a train, (laughs) um, and so is the conductor, and the conductor has really made it apparent that he's an authority figure, obviously, he's the conductor of this train, these kids are going to trust him, um, now there's, oh, oh, sorry, let me go back before I continue on to the conductor, this ghost specifically says, um, which kind of gets him thinking again, um, is when he says to the kid, um, seeing is believing, right? Um, and so we get that thought process, puts this thought process into his head of seeing is believing. So if I don't see Santa, then Santa's not real, um, which definitely, you know, mirrors Christianity. I was like, I've never seen God, so God isn't real, you know? And so this conductor, let's go back to this other point, conductor Um The conductor is telling a story about his first run um, on this train of how he accidentally like slipped and fell and he went to grab something, but he didn't catch it. You know, like he went to go and grab something so he doesn't fall off this train, but he misses. And he said that he tripped and fell or he slipped and fell, Um, but he didn't fall off that train. um, And he has no idea why. But he, all he knows is that somebody grabbed him and helped him back up on this train, um, which honestly, I think is so good. Cool. I'm like, I'm literally smiling right now, just seeing the parallels um, of this, because then the boy's acting, asking, um, who caught you, who caught you? What did he look like? Thinking that it's gonna be this hobo ghost over here, right? Um, and the conductor says, I don't know, but sometimes the most real things are the things we can't see, which I just gives me chills. Like, oh my gosh, guys, because one, that's a full parallel to this hobo ghost over here, um, and and two, like this conductor, one hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt, believes that Santa and the Christmas spirit, you know, is real. You know, the Christmas magic is real. So now he's faced with another authority figure that one hundred percent believes and then that one line sometimes the most real things are the things we can't see the holy spirit god jesus we can't physically see him but we know he's there because we've some of us have seen miracles some of us have felt the holy spirit 100 percent in our lives in our hearts you just know that he's there you're feeling his impact on your life um And so I just thought that was really, really cool of seeing these moments in this movie um, that really um, just kind of, you know, parallels uh, God Uh, and, you know, just having faith in general. Um, Another thing that I think is really cool um, in this movie is we have all of these kids from like around the world. I just assume they're from around the world um uh, you know you got different races everything like that These kids are from everywhere um uh, but these kids all of them they're searching they're searching for something um um, they're lost in their searching so there's a beautiful beautiful scene when billy who's the only kid who has a name he billy let me let me see How, how do i put this billy is you can tell he has fear in his life. He's the last kid that gets on the train after our main character. Um, And he does the same thing. He is skeptical to get on, but I feel like his is more of fear. He's scared to get on. Um, uh, Because he's not sure if Santa is, um, how do I put that, is nice, you know, in parallel to some people, like, they might have a belief in God, but they don't know if God is an all-loving God, that God actually cares. And Billy has that 100%. Um, because when he finally gets on, you know, he does the same thing. He, um, you know, he's running, he hops on the train. Well, actually, um, uh, somebody else stops the train and he gets on. Anyway, so but that's another point. <laughs> so he goes and sits in the very back, like the caboose. um, um A train cart, which is way nicer than all the other train carts. I don't know why this one's way nicer. But also, I feel like it's an isolation of seeing, like, the differences of how he's so isolated from everybody else. He chose to be over there, though. And I think that's just, again, out of fear. Um, And so, anyway, so um, he, Billy is singing um, at the end of the train and looking up into the sky. Um, and our main character and then the girl um, come and meet him Um, and Billy is singing and I at this moment I can't remember the lyrics exactly um, but it's just like an angelic song I love it and then the girl comes in um, to sing and she's singing about Christmas and how um, Christmas is the best time of the year um like I can literally I'm singing it in my head right now (laughs) I mean she's happy she's she's like this is a beautiful time who could love any other time you know time of the year except for this year and she's singing about how great it is and Billy is singing back but Billy is singing like a counter argument to her song um let me see how do I so she sings about the presents like putting all the presents um, and how beautiful it is um and billy his line to how beautiful the presents are and how great that time of year is um all of these things um i've heard about but never really seen um and so he's singing back and forth there's doubt there he's just like i know billy without a shout about knows that santa is real but he believes that santa doesn't care about him and that isn't that so much about how we are sometimes we we think that of course god is real i see him here you know i've heard about i've heard about him people are saying all these amazing things but god doesn't can never possibly love me like he does these other people Um, and i just think that is such a power powerful moments that people can really really relate to um of how I I know that God has done all these amazing things but is he truly capable of doing that in my life you know we have these questions we're scared we have fear that God could never love us um or there's something wrong with us you know, and Billy, honestly, Billy's story is so cool. Um, I'll continue into his, um, his story, um, before I go back to our other points. Um, but when they finally get to the North pole, they go on this whole other adventure, you know, where they get lost in the North pole because they're trying to get Billy to come off, which again, I feel like Billy, um, doesn't think that any of this is for him. You know, he's just kind of here. He's just a bystander. Again, he's he's on the back caboose, the last train cart that is completely a different setup from all the other ones. You know, it's gray, it's blue. The other train cart is like gold, brown, red, bright colors. Um, with the hot chocolate scene, you know, all these people come out and dance and sing and all this stuff and give these kids hot chocolate, but Billy never di- never gets that. You know, he's completely isolated this character um is completely different from all these other characters specifically because he feels like this is not for him i'm just along for the ride but i can't partake in any of the beauty that is the north pole that is what santa claus does um and and everything and these kids are reaching out to him specifically this girl This girl has a heart to just love and include. Um, And so she races out there and is just like, no, you do deserve this, you're here. You can partake in this love and this joy that we have. This is for you, like, why do you think you're here? You know, and I feel like that right there in itself is such a good point too, you know, on how we can reach out to those around us or how we personally have felt before, you know, this train woke Billy up, you know, there's only certain people like our main character has a sister and his sister didn't get woken up. You know, Billy got woken up for a reason to come out here. And he thinks that none of it's actually for him, you know, and how many times have we felt that where we see the glory of the Lord in other people's lives. And we think, no, that could never be for me. I can never experience that. But this little girl over here is coming out to Billy and reaching out and saying, come join us. Come be with us. You know, we we experience this over here. I've experienced this awesomeness, this amazingness, this joy. I want you to experience too, so come with me. Um, and ultimately he does, but then the train, uh, the end of the train for some reason detaches and they end up on all these other places. <laughs> and so then they end up in Santa's toy sack, you know. So cool. So huge. One of the coolest parts of the world. I love it. Um, but only because... Sorry, I completely skipped over something. They end up in the toy factory where all the toys are getting, you know, moved into the toy sack. And there's this present. Beautiful, big present. You know, white and red striped with... I think it had, like, a green ribbon on it. Excuse me. <coughs> um, and... Um, the, our main character is it reads off the address and Billy's like, um, that's my address or either way. And then it's like, it's a, some kid named Billy. Know, yeah. Yeah. Some kid named Billy. And then he's like, um, my name's Billy. And then they read off the address and he's like, that's my address. And he watches this present as it, you know, drifts past him, goes past him. And then Billy takes off and grabs this present and holds onto it and clings. He clings to this present to the detriment of his own like safety. So he gets uh, caught in this toy sack, right? And he's holding on to the present and the other kids are trying, cause something's got his leg and is pulling him down into the toy sack. Um, And somebody, the other kids are holding onto his arm and they say, give me your other hand. And Billy looks down and he looks at the present. He's holding onto, he's clinging onto for dear life. And he looks up and he says, no, I can't. Um, And I feel like that is us sometimes. We see what God has given us. The gift that he has promised us, like let's say it be... um, how do I describe? It? I don't even, I don't even know. Um, like, let's say you really, really want to travel. So like, uh, I love traveling and I want to go off into the mission field one day, you know. Um, and sometimes I cling to opportunities that come to me when someone says, um, you can go on this mission trip. you can go here, come join me here. Um, and sometimes I cling on to those opportunities thinking they are exactly what God wants me wants me to have at that moment. And so just like Billy, I'm clinging on um, to this opportunity um, that I so want to be real. I want it right now. Um, But God is saying, not right now. And this is exactly, this on this present, that's such a big, big part of this, on this present it says, do not open until Christmas Day. And at this point, it's Christmas Eve. You know, and Billy wants this present absolutely right now. He doesn't want to let go of it, right? Even to the point of him being drugged down into the sack, he's saying, I'm not going to let go of this, you know, and God is telling us, I don't know if this is for someone out there right now, but God is telling us that not right now. You can have this. I promise you, you will have this. Nothing's going to happen to it. You know, this is still going to happen. This, what you want will be given to you, but in my time, not your own. And so I think that's such a big, big thing. And he he eventually, you know, the toy sack gets down onto the sleigh and he's about to go um, down. Uh, The elves are about to help him off of the toy sack and he's still holding this present close. And one elf um, is telling him, you know, like, let me have the present. And Billy's like, no. And then the elf says, I promise you, you know, like, trust me. You know, like, nothing's going to happen to it. You will get it. Um, but you cannot have it right now. And Billy finally lets go of this gift um, and is put and it's put back in the toy sack. And then later, um, moving on later, when everyone's being dropped off back at, back at his home, um, he gets dropped off and he sees um, that his lights are on. And he looks up to the conductor and he's so happy. He's like, wait a minute, the lights on my tree are on. And he runs as fast as he can back into um, his house, grabs the present, comes out and shows his friends from his porch and he's like, hes it's here, it's here, it's here, um, and that right there, that joy to see on his face, you know, um uh, that he got the present in the right time there was so much more joy there before it was just fear it was just fear that the thing that he so desired much was going to be taken away from him and he was holding it close and he was he was saying no 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 i have to protect it i have to protect it that moment billy was full of fear that what he desired was going to be taken away from him and don't we do that sometimes when we see something we cling on to it so much and we're so scared that it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and then when it's finally, when we finally release it to God and trust God, the moment that it's supposed to come to us, there's just so much joy, so much peace in that, that we have received that gift, that promise, at the time that it was supposed to be delivered to us. Okay, so that was, that was a huge thing. That was a huge thing. So... <laughs> um, Let's go back to our main character back at, and we're almost done, um, to our main character. Um, I got, I'm trying to get back now. I'm still on Billy. (laughs) Anyway, so they get back to, um, where everyone, Santa's coming out. Santa's coming out. They're bringing out the reindeer. They're bringing out the bells and he's like happy. He's happy. Um, everybody else is just screaming and the elves are cheering I um, they're singing a song and they uh, and he's still skeptical up until this point. He's still he's seen all of this stuff, you know, and he's still a little skeptical um, of whether or not Santa's actually real. So they're singing the song. All the elves are singing the song. And they're bringing out the Christmas bells and they shake the bells and he doesn't hear it. And he's like, what? And he's so confused. And the girl next to him is like, aren't those the prettiest bells you've ever heard? um and he's like what are you talking about there's nothing happening (laughs) um and so he's confused and he's scared this you know a lot of times our confusion is filled with fear as well a fear of the unknown fear of like what's wrong with me you know um and Santa comes out and he can't see Santa it's not that Santa is invisible it's that people are in his way he can't you, you, but everybody else can see Santa they're all excited they're like there Santa is there Santa is they can see everything um, what what's it called I guess the aura if you want to say you know the atmosphere that is Santa and they see everything magical and he can't hear and he doesn't know why or he can't hear and he can't see and he doesn't know why. And one of the bells from the reindeer pops off and lands right in front of him. And he picks it up and he tries, you know, to shake it so he can hear it. And he can't hear it. And and he just looks down. And in that moment, he's like, okay. Like, I understand. You know, I fully understand. I want to see. I want to know. Um what all of this you know hubbub all this why is everyone so excited and he decides and he makes the choice to believe in santa and when he shakes the bell um he hears it and santa comes up and he sees it and that right there is such a big point because i feel like sometimes you know like think back or um you, you know think back to a time where you didn't believe you didn't believe in god And you kind of thought everybody around you you know that was cheering that was clapping that was praising that was worshiping they're in tears you know like ugly crying snot nose you know it's a little gross (laughs) okay okay you know kind of sometimes sometimes people are pretty criers you know you know those people they're just like oh you're so beautiful when you cry okay anyway moving on And you don't understand, but you want to, you see it, it's like, it's right there. I wanna feel it, I wanna know it. Um, And finally, you make that decision And your eyes are open wide. And you're like, I understand why people are crying at the altars. Why people are raising their hands. Why they're jumping up and down. Why they're acting like a fool, you know. (laughs) And you understand why David in the Old Testament was acting crazy in the streets. Because God is amazing. And he deserves and he is worthy of being glorified. You know, I don't know where that came from. But it needed to be said. (laughs) Anyway. Our main character finally sees when he makes the decision to believe. That is the point there. You are not going. You have need to have an expectation that God is going to come. That God is going to do something amazing in your life. Because if you do not have that expectation, you're just going around like this kid right here saying. You're seeing all of this stuff, but you're not understanding why it's amazing. You know... That's exactly, I'd love to throw it back to um, uh, every time I went to youth camp, every time I went to a retreat, my youth pastor would call every single one of us kids. And there was a lot of us up while he was driving the bus and he'd sit us down and he said, what are you expecting God to do? And I loved that because he wanted us to go into this week, into this weekend, whatever it was, expecting God to do something amazing in our lives because what you want, once you what you search out for you will find if you are going out and you're looking at christianity and you're looking at the word of god and you go in with a mind that is already set dead set on your answer that god is not real that god's never going to do anything that god doesn't love me that he's terrible he's not a good god and if he was he if he is real he would be the most terrible person in the world that's what you're going to find you're going to find that. Because you're searching out for it. And you're not expecting God to be anything better than the absolute worst. And that's the thing, guys. You have to go into life expecting God to change you. Expecting that you're not going to live in this depression anymore. That you're not going to be anxious anymore. That you're not going to be full of fear and abandonment you have to expect God and know for a fact that he is going to give you out of this and it might not be on your own timing you know you might not wake up tomorrow and all of your prayers be answered but have you ever sat down and thought that maybe now is not the time for everything that you desire God has a perfect time for everything in your life, but you have to expect him to come into your life, into your heart, and bring that peace. Our emotions are crazy, guys. Our emotions are all over the place sometimes. You know, I'm a woman. (laughs) If you didn't, that's okay. Anyway, if you didn't know, (laughs) I'm a woman. I'm an emotional woman. I know we're all a little emotional, but I feel like sometimes I just be over the top You know, I'd be happy one day, one second, and then I'm full up snot nose crying. It's terrible the next second. You know, mood swings are whack, bro. Anyway, as I'm saying. And so sometimes I can be so happy and then crying the next. But in my mind, I know that's not a place that I'm going to stay forever. And that's the point. You're not going to stay in this depression forever. You're not going to stay in this anxious state forever. And it's hard. It's hard to understand that. But you're just not. And you need to get it in your head. You need to realize that you're not going to be there. It's not the end of the world. It might feel like it. But cling on to God and He will show you the peace that you desire, that you need in your life. That was another thing the Holy Spirit is just working today. Um, sorry, I just looked at a test, a text that I got. Uh, okay. The Holy Spirit is speaking. Praise God. Anyway. Um, uh, so also guys to point out, he was finally fully desperate to see Santa. And we need to be desperate to see God every moment of every day every day of every year, wait, every day of every week, (laughs) every week of every month and every month of every year. (laughs) We need to be desperate to find God, desperate to see him. Um, and in, in the end, um, I've got two more points. My first point is that there's these tickets. If you haven't seen the movie again, there's these tickets, um, that the conductor has, Uh, punched out he's done like hole punching and he's punched out different letters on these kids tickets Um, and at the end he finishes the word excuse me Um, he finishes the word and for Billy um, he learns to rely on others and to count on others Um, and then for the girl she learns to be a leader and to be confident in herself because this kid over here you know our main character Um, has just put so much doubt you know she has doubt she's not sure of herself she's not confident that what she knows to be true is true like she knows she's like I I know for a fact that what I'm doing that what I know in my head is correct but she is allowing doubt from other people doubt from other parts of her life to seep into her life and um um, what's another word for doubt anyway (laughs) Um, she doubts it because of other things in her life she doubts Um, and so she learns to be a leader and to be confident that what she knows is true and so like um, um, she gets scared when she knows for a fact that the break is the correct break even though the boy is saying um, are you sure are you sure are you sure and ends up she ends up being correct because he goes with what she says is the break but she's scared you know, and so she sits back, she gets, you know, she throws her head in, head in her hand. She's like, I don't know what to do. Um, and she was right the whole time. So in the end, she learns to be a leader and believe in herself. And then the boy learns to have faith and believe in Santa. But one thing, one, here's my last point about faith, guys, is that when he goes home, he's excited because Billy has gotten his present. Santa has been to his house and he goes into his house and the presents aren't there and the cookies aren't eaten. And he's like, what the heck? Billy's my neighbor. He's right down the street. How come Santa's not at my house? You know, and so his faith is tested once again. And he and he's a little nervous and he wakes up and he grabs his. Um, well, what, what's it called? Uh, you know, a robe. He grabs his robe, which the night before when he went on the train, he grabbed the robe at the same exact time and broke a hole in his pocket. Um, and that was, that was the hole in the pocket was a whole thing. You know, the entire movie, it's a big thing. Um, and he wakes up and he grabs his, his robe again and he, and he rips a hole in his pocket and he's like, what? Didn't that already happen? Um, so his faith is tested not once, but twice and probably all throughout the present thing, you know, um, his faith is tested again. But he chooses to believe that it's real. And at the very end, um, what he got, Santa gave him a gift the night before, if y'all remember, it's a bell. It's one of the bells. He wanted the bell. And he lost the bell because of the pocket. (laughs) That's just like me, you know, putting things in places where I'm just going to lose them again. Um, Anyway, so he lost the bell and he's super sad. And then he goes and his faith is tested once again. Um, And so... You know, our faith will be tested. But if we hold out, if we hold out and we believe that God is going to come through, he will again show up. If we expect him to come, he will show up. And Santa ended up giving him that bell again. And so, therefore, that was, that was like the nail in it, guys. He waited. His faith was tested. And he still believed. And he ended up reaping the reward. Um, so there was a lot to unpack here, guys. The Polar Express, awesome movie. There's other things in there that I'm sure if y'all want to tell me about them when you see me or I'm going to put, you know, like where you can find me. Um, I don't have, this is going to, this podcast is going to be up on Spotify. I do not have an iPhone. So I'm sorry for all you iPhone users If you wanted to leave a comment. If you know how to do that on Spotify, if that's a, you know, a choice. I mean, that'd be super cool. Um, uh, but anyway, I will um, I will be re- making social media pages and stuff for this podcast soon. This was kind of a spur of the moment last thing. I really felt God speaking to me through this. And I wanted to share this moment with you guys. Um, so my Instagram, as of right now, I'll be getting an Instagram um for my podcast, so y'all can talk to me about that, is you can find me at, okay, get this, a lot of people, so it's the at sign, it's low from camp. So I T S L O F O R C A M P. I hope I spelled that correct. <laughs> but you can find me at it's low from camp um, and shoot me um, a message, or you can also find me on Facebook at Lauren Pack. Um, I don't really know how you, I mean, you can type in Corpus Christi, type in TemuCC. Um, I'm there. Yeah, that'll be a little bit more difficult. Try and find me on Instagram if you're having trouble. Um, uh, I will figure it out. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to put my stuff, my, my, um, info, my Facebook, my Instagram in the little description. So it'll all be easy for you guys. (laughs) Um, um. So yeah, tell me what you liked, tell me what I could be working on better. Um, I will be getting my own little music, my own little intro, as I said at the very beginning. It will be coming. Um, um, So yes guys, love this movie. Um, uh, I pray that this has spoken to you. Please like this, share it, tell your friends. I would love more people to hear Um, just about all of these movies that I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be taking notes and I'm going to allow God to speak through these movies, um, through these secular movies. That's what I'm going. I'm going for secular movies, guys, not bad movies or anything like that, but things that aren't actually talking about God. I will go and be watching these and finding out what, um, you know, God can speak through us. I also just a little heads up for my next one it's either the next one it'll most likely be the next one but i'm going to be talking about moana so uh moana if you didn't hear that i felt like i said that really fast you know moana disney princess um she slightly resembles me i love her she's great anyway i will be talking about her movie next because um, dang that's a good one that one's all like the holy spirit be speaking through that one Um, Okay. Love you guys. Um, And yeah, y'all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I will do my best to get this next uh, podcast up within the week. Like next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye.